Greatness shows up after you're tired. We'll say it one more time, man. Greatness shows up after you're tired, not when you're tired. And breakthroughs don't happen until you reach your breaking point. Been there many times, man, at that place I didn't want to go on. And I realized that strength can't develop until your strength is gone. You got to keep pushing because character and courage is developed or lost when you decide to keep going or to give up. You see, that's the point. You got to stop and you got to realize that's your breakthrough coming right there because when others that are around you won't, you will be the one that goes ahead. Somebody has to step up and go a little bit farther. Is that somebody you? How many says that's me? I want to go a little farther. Well, Welcome. good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Wherever you are, welcome. <laughs> good winter, to good fall, furthermore. good spring. I don't know. <laughs> We're so grateful to be with you. Um, I'm Dr. Mark. And I'm Dr. Michelle. And I bet you don't know, well, maybe you do know what they sometimes call us M&M &M without, without the, the sugar. sugar. Except, Except this kind of sugar. Yeah. We love that, don't you? She's amazing, isn't she? What do you think about isn't that? Isn't he handsome? Is she not beautiful? I mean, is seriously. Not, like, perfect? Side note, seriously. check it out. Check it out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, man, we are so grateful to be with you. Um, thanks for taking some time. I'm telling you, we're going to have an incredible program ahead. It's going to be jam-packed. But just remember those three prisons. We always remind you that prison called Big Church. And we need hope true hope in god to get out of that we need to understand big medicine will bind you up and health is the key to getting out of that and big government well it wants to control you consume you and make you dependent minimize but you freedom is the key freedom's the key but we are going to talk about this idea of stress which is the overt killer of many many people around our world. Did you know that over the last couple of years, the actual life expectancy has decreased nearly three years for the first time in about oh, five decades. Mm. This idea of stress has absolutely consumed people. And stress is no more this silent killer. Oh no, it's not silent at all. It's very, very bold and vocal. Check out this video as we talk about stress. Within your nerve system is a branch called the autonomic nervous system. This is the component responsible for the regulation of subconscious bodily processes like breathing, reflexes, digestion, and organ function. The ANS can be divided into two branches, sympathetic, fight, fright, or flight, or parasympathetic, rest, digest, restore. We can experience instantaneous imbalance, or we can experience long-term compounding imbalances. The sympathetic response ensured the survival of our species. If we're confronted with a life-threatening situation, our bodies will react by redirecting the blood and resources from the immune and digestive processes to our arms, legs and brain so we can fight or flee. 
A shadow of this response is also triggered chronically by everyday things. Things like their daily commute, or money worries, or deadlines, or food choices, or the hundred emails you get a day, or the fact that there is just never enough time. All of these things are stresses, and they all add up to tip the balance of your ANS towards the draining, sympathetic dominant state. The parasympathetic response also ensured the survival of our species, for without it, we would not grow and regenerate or heal from taxing situations. When we are in a relaxed and safe place, our bodies have the ability to slip into a state that allows us to recover and restore. Prolonged parasympathetic dominance can find you staying too long in that slow and steady place, and that's when you may find yourself becoming lethargic, apathetic, or lacking a spring in your step. It is interesting how the British accent makes things sound more intelligent. The bottom line is stress is something we really have to have a good response in so that we can survive, you know, being chased, somebody's chasing you to try to hurt you or you got to fight or whatever the case may be. But there's got to be some balance. And what you just saw was a descriptor of what balance is supposed to be. We have at the top this thing called the autonomic nervous system. And we'll, we'll talk about this more in a minute, but it branches off again in two directions. One, the sympathetic nervous system, which is the stress side. And two, on the other side is the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the relaxation side. These sides must find balance, but balance today is quite elusive, sweetheart, because many, many people today in our world are walking around feeling as if we've all felt like we've got the weight of the world on our shoulders. Well, and we have to talk about what is stress. You know, we've talked about the autonomic nervous system. We know if we get spun out of control in a, the stress response, the sympathetic dominant side, things fall apart. If we don't get enough time in the parasympathetic time to relax, things fall apart. Again, that's like the weight of the world on one's shoulders. And stress, the definition of stress, if you think about what that is, it is one's action or response or reactions to life's expected or unexpected circumstances. It either spins your nervous system way out of control, like living out of bounds, or it helps to balance your nervous system and bring it back in control where it can rest, relax, and heal. Well, now think about what you just said. I, I don't know if you really process that, folks. I want to reaffirm what she just talked about, because when you think about this idea of stress, it's usually defined as a noun, person, place, or thing, or idea. But if we were to ask you the question, how do you find stress? I mean, I've done this in many, many classes around the world. You get a variety of answers. It could be the job. It could be the spouse. It could be your kids. It could be something else, finances. The bottom line is, what Dr. Michelle just said is she did not define stress as a noun. She said instead, it's an action you take in response to life's expected and unexpected occurrences. So therefore, if it's an action you take, that gives you control. In other words, you control the action. An example would be a traffic jam. You can't control the traffic, but you can control your response. So what that means is you can get all angry and hit the steering wheel and get angry like that and yell like that's going to move the traffic. Um, or you can decide I need some peace and maybe it's one of those 
divine delays where you're supposed to get quiet, you know, and get silent like we talked about the last show, that ability to sit still. So stress really is something we actually have control over as opposed to something that can control us if we take control of it. So we need to understand that the weight on our shoulder that we're facing many times is something we can decide to lift off or decide to allow to crush us. If you don't manage life, friend, life will manage you. And if life slash stress manages you, it does some really incredible things to some physiology. You think, what does stress do to our physiology? This is important. And sweetheart, would you explain the different responses we have from the sympathetic and the parasympathetic side of the nervous system? Because this is fascinating. And if you'll listen to this, folks, this is going to be the key to many times you can actually begin the process of reversing disease processes. Well, each side of the autonomic nervous system is important, but if it's spun out of balance with the sympathetic nervous system, that is the freeze, flight, or fight response. That response increases your heart rate. It increases your blood pressure. It increases muscle tension. Can you hear the words high tension, hypertension in this example? What about perspiration? It increases perspiration, the release of adrenaline, and it's going to decrease your desire for intimacy with your partner because you're trying to run, fight, or flee from whatever the situation is. Now, if you take a look to the far right there on the slide, you're going to see the parasympathetic nervous system, the relaxation response. It's where the heart rate comes down, blood pressure is minimized, respiration slows down, muscle tension relaxes, there's no more adrenaline release, your salivation is normal so you can digest your food and intimacy for your partner repairs itself. So the autonomic nervous system needs to be balanced. There is not a medication that's going to adequately address the balance of the autonomic nervous system. You have to balance your actions, your reactions, and your responses to life's expected or unexpected circumstances. One thing that I picked up on with that great explanation, and just think about this folks, is salivation. What does that mean? That's actually tied to our GI function. So when we're really stressed out all the time, salivation goes down. Let's draw that synonym of the lack of digestion. That means that you're not breaking your food down and assimilating those nutrients into your system so they can actually create function. In other words, so therefore you create dysfunction because you have a lack of nutrients. And many times when we're stressed, if we don't digest, we have a problem. So think about that, folks, the next time stress begins to overwhelm you. Stay with us. We're going to hear a wonderful word from one of our great friends about one way to, to relieve one of the greatest stressors in life. That would be your finances. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And when you navigate through these, these economies with people, here's, here's what happens. We want to hold their hand through it, let them know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge, because a lot of times 
When you're struck with fear, fear does two things. Number one, it can paralyze, and, and people just put their head in the sand and say, I'm just gonna forget about it and hopefully it gets better. Or it causes you to make a wrong decision. And this is why we are here, is to help people navigate through the political quagmire nonsense that's going on, the economic malaise and the absolute collapse that we're seeing. And when our freedoms are eroding, our political freedoms, our economic freedoms, our personal freedoms, our religious freedoms, our health freedoms, they're all tied together. But you know what doesn't need to erode with that? Our finances. KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash Sherwood. You know, a lot of people have heard by now many times about this wonderful product that we actually developed called Kingdom Fuel. I got to tell you real quick, where did that name come from? Well, I was talking to a friend, we were talking about this and wondering, what are we going to call it? We had this idea that was going to solve a crisis, the crisis it is today. And it's kind of multifactorial. You know, we got people that are stressed out. They don't have food handy. So they go ahead and cave and go to the fast food and go to these fast food, fast killing restaurants. Yes, I said that. And it's interesting. Also, we see the degradation of our food supply. That's a problem too. Lack of nutrition in the soil. Lack of nutrients, right. So soil has been degraded, not been allowed to rest. And number three, we actually have an attack on health to get people encouraged to eat those processed foods by lowering the prices to making us more medication dependent. So we wanted to create something that was not only going to save you money, but save your life and give you some health. Hence the birth of kingdom fuel. And the interesting thing about that is it has a complete meal and it's not just sectioned off like a protein drink or a green drink or a fiber drink. No, it's all of it. Talk a little bit about the type of protein, sweetheart, in there. It's it's an organic pea protein. Why did we pick that? Well, the pea protein that's in there is the most user-friendly type of protein. It's going to have the least digestive disruption, the least amount of allergies to it. It's got a complete amino acid score, meaning it's got all the essential and non-essential amino acids in it. And we know amino acids are the building blocks of life. Well, and I think that's important to understand because a lot of people sort of erroneously think it's just a protein drink, but it has approximately 20 grams. It comes in two flavors, by the way, chocolate and vanilla. And this is important. It has a two-year shelf life, folks. I mean, that's unheard of. So in other words, if you want to think about stocking up, a lot of people are preppers, you know, right? So understand it's got that big shelf life, but it's not just protein. No, it's got a full spectrum of organic greens and reds. We talk a lot about inflammatory foods and 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 anti-inflammatory foods. So think of the anti-inflammatory fruits and vegetables. It's got a whole complex of both of those organic. And then it has fiber. Yes. And fiber does a body good. The microbiome is very dependent on fiber. It's food for the friendly bugs that live in your gut and help you digest food and get your vitamins and minerals out of them for absorption. So fiber is very, very important. Most of us don't get uh, uh, 10 grams a day, let alone an adequate amount to feed that healthy GI tract. 
And to make matters even more complete, it has a complete multivitamin and mineral. You wonder where you get this. Go to Sherwood.tv forward slash fuel. And I'm telling you, go right there right now because it's flying out of the stores. People are buying it as unique gifts. As a matter of fact, speaking of this, we were talking to one of our wonderful friends by the name of Clay Clark recently, and he was actually using this to buy a great gift for someone that's pretty high profile. I didn't make this up. You can't make this up. Check out what Clay did with Kingdom Fuel. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I was trying to buy Laura Trump a gift for her birthday. Uh -huh. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to use some inside connections I have. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call Sherwood, and I'm going to order some Kingdom Fuel. Well, in my hand, I have Kingdom Fuel. Not, not because, you know, we uh, simply invented this thing. It's because it actually does supply a need, Clay. It's organic um, pea protein, which is the least allergenic potential of all of them out there. Uh, it has a complete fiber complex, soluble and insoluble, complete vitamins and minerals, wow. and complete greens and reds. So it truly is a home meal for just under $5 per serving. This is not something that is a Mark idea and a Michelle idea. This is a God idea. This thing right here has a two-year shelf life. When we think about the problems we have in America with our food supply, what are we going to eat? What are we going to do? Stock up on something that's going to help you. This is organic pea protein, greens and reds, fibers, and multivitamins and minerals. It will stay good for two years. How many have wondered what you're going to eat if things go south? Kingdom fuel right here. It is not unusual to see clots, unfortunately. We're gonna to go to a quick video right now where we're gonna actually see a clot. How many of you have ever seen a clot? Normally we don't see clots in the iliac, in an artery, usually they're in veins. Have you seen unusual clots such as what you saw in the video? That, that sure makes you think about it a little bit. If you, if you want to give your body slash your temple what it needs so that you don't form clots inappropriately, use that kingdom fuel. When I think about the, the physical body, sweetheart, um, it is the greatest creation in the history of all history. You know, when God created man, he created mankind in his own image. You can't get any better than that. Many people don't understand the idea and the awesomeness of that. People really don't understand many times the awesomeness of God because they want to kind of limit God and want to put him in a box where they can understand who he is and sort of make him do what we want him to do. But his ways are higher and deeper than our ways and his thoughts are higher than deeper we can even comprehend as evidenced by a video that I saw several years ago that still is true today, as it will be true tomorrow, as it was several years ago, because it occurs when you speak truth. Check out this video.
about describing who God is. I want you to fill is. in the story of the rest of the uh, beginning of the universe. God, spiritual matter, impact on material matter. Okay, so two questions. All right. Go ahead. All right, your question, where did God come from, assumes that you're thinking of the wrong, uh, obviously it displays that you're thinking of the wrong God, <laughs> because the God of the Bible d is not affected by time, space, or matter. If he's, if he's affected by time, space, or matter, he's not God. Time, space, and matter is what we call a continuum. All of them have to come into existence at the same instant, because if there were matter but no space, where would you put it? If there were matter and space but no time, when would you put it? You cannot have time, space, or matter independently. They have to come into existence simultaneously. The Bible answers that in ten words. In the beginning, there's time. God created the heaven, there's space, and the earth. There's matter. So you have time, space, matter created, a trinity of trinities there. Just, you know, time is past, present, future. Space has length, width, height. Matter has solid, liquid, gas. You have a trinity of trinities created instantaneously. And the God who created them has to be outside of them. If he's limited by time, he's not God. The guy who created this computer is not in the computer. He's not running around in there changing the numbers on the screen, okay? The God who created this universe is outside of the universe. He's above it, beyond it, in it, through it. He's, he's unaffected by it. So for, and the, the concept that a, a spiritual uh, force cannot have any effect on a material body, well then I guess you'd have to explain to me things like emotions and love and hatred and envy and jealousy and, and rationality. I mean, if your brain is just a random collection of chemicals that formed by chance over billions of years, how on earth can you trust your own reasoning processes and the thoughts that you, you think? Okay, so um, I, your, your question, where did God come from, is assuming a limited God. And that's your problem. The God that I worship is not limited by time, space, or matter. If I could fit the infinite God in my three-pound brain, he would not be worth worshiping. That's for certain. So that's the God that I worship. Thank you. So wow. the infinite, unlimited, unfathomable, incomprehensible God created us, human beings, in his own image. Wow. What about that? There are two scriptures that are so profound and they've always been part of the platform in which we've stood. And there's scriptures that talk about the temple. First one is found in 1 Corinthians chapter three. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy which temple you are. Clearly we see in this couple of verses here that the body we walk around in is the temple of God. That's where God lives. We see the second scripture here. Check this one out. First Corinthians chapter six, verse 19 and 20. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, who is not, which is not your own? For you were bought at a price, Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. You know, when you think about the temple like this, you think about the awesomeness of why God created the temple. He created the temple so that he could live with us and in us to have a relationship with us, so that we could actually serve him and honor him on this earth and represent him. And yet, we somehow forget in the awesomeness of God we turn that into the horribleness of selfishness by destroying this temple. 
was talking to someone just today, no kidding, about how specifically in America, we have snubbed our nose at God and said, we're going to do what we want with this as if it's ours. But you see in those two scriptures clearly that it's not ours. If you, friend, believe that God is who he says he is, and Jesus is who he said he is, and he came, he died, and rose again, if you believe that, then you were bought with a price, and you're not your own. So what gives you the right to destroy someone else's Mm. property? If I go to your house and we come over and you say, oh, Mark, Michelle, you can have the master bedroom, do what you want, it's cool. But when we're there, before we leave, we decide to get, I don't know, spray paint out and spray paint on the wall and get a knife out and cut the sheets and- Make a mess in other words. Well, let's just call it mess on the carpets, right? And just leave. Are you gonna invite us back? You're gonna be, those people are crazy. They've lost their ever loving mind. (laughs) And maybe we have. The bottom line is folks, we need to begin to treat our temples with Mm. honor and dignity and respect as if they are the property of God because they are. When we give the temple what it needs, it will do what it does, Mm. which is bring glory to God. That's what furthermore is all about. It's about teaching you how to do things, to go a little further, do a little more, so this temple won't rust out too early. So you can have hope, health, and freedom. We gotta have it, folks. Up next time, can exercise, can it burn off fat? We'll find out soon enough. The answer may just surprise you. Folks, my wife and I love you very much, and we really appreciate you being with us. And we can't wait to see you next time on Furthermore. So in the meantime, invest your time in all this good stuff, and we'll see you on the other side next time on Furthermore. Bye for now. This is not something that is a Mark idea and a Michelle idea. This is a God idea. This thing right here has a two-year shelf life. When we think about the problems we have in America with our food supply, what are we going to eat? What are we going to do? Stock up on something that's going to help you. This is organic pea protein, greens and reds, fibers, and multivitamins and minerals. It will stay good for two years. How many have wondered what you're going to eat if things go south? Kingdom Fuel right here. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood and their clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv.